Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment, uh, where it is another day of watching a financial collapse happen twice in my lifetime. This this is pretty amazing. No, no, it's not. This this actually truly sucks for a lot of people. And again, just like last time, we're having all the same. No, actually, we're having different different horrible mistakes that just keeps kicking the can down the street because that's the best way to get rid of garbage is throw it in somebody else's lawn to take care of which would be the u.s taxpayer so i want to start this out by seeing what joe biden had to say yesterday because uh no one was allowed to ask questions biden just turned around and left the podium didn't take any 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 questions whatsoever from from journalists because uh, as we know the uh, Democrats don't like journalists at all. So yeah, uh, let's see what Biden had to say. Uh, I believe this might be a condensed version. This is about a minute and a half, and I will be pausing it when he says something stupid. So I'm going to be pausing it a lot, I guess. But uh, this is Joe Biden. As of yesterday. Today, thanks to the quick action of my administration over the past few days, Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. You're no, no, we can't. Because uh, where were your regulators who are supposed to do this? And um, from what I'm hearing, he's also trying to blame Trump for this. But dude, you, you had two years to undo what Trump did. Right? You, you've been in office for two years now. So, so what have you done? You also didn't change any of the regulations when it came to the train that you also tried to blame Trump for. But you're in office, okay? So again, we have no accountability, no responsibility from the people in charge. And yet they're just screaming orange man bad. Even though, where, where is the orange man lately? Deposits will be there when you need them. Small businesses across the country, the deposit accounts at these banks can breathe easier knowing they'll be able to pay their workers and pay their bills. Okay, so that is actually a lie. That's, and this has been confirmed. I, uh, I work with somebody who has a close friend whose business goes through SVB. And uh, as of yesterday, the $50 million that he needs for payroll, for paying, paying for supplies, um, the, all the money that his business relies on to stay functional, they could not access yesterday. So um, I don't know what they did on Sunday. Of course, banks are closed on Sunday, so it's kind of weird they're making decisions on that day. But as of Monday, no, no, nothing happened. Nobody could access their money. So, uh Biden is full of shit. And the hardworking employees can breathe easier as well. No losses will be, and I'm on, this is an important point, no losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Let me repeat. That is a lie as well. So what they're saying is they're going to take the money that the banks have to put into the FDIC. They're going to take that money and they're going to cover all, all of the money the SVB uh, is responsible for. So if you are 
<clears throat> Oprah Winfrey and you just lost a half billion dollars in SVB, you're going to get your half billion dollars that's supposed to go towards people who have $250,000 and less in their account. Now, uh, should Oprah get her money back? No, no, you were dumb. You did not make sure that your money was secure. You run that risk. You invested in this bank. You knew they're going to take your money and possibly do stupid shit with it. You don't get your money back when you leave a casino. Sorry, but uh, no. That is money that other people possibly in the future will not get because it's already being dished out to rich people who lost their money now. We're looking at several other banks that are about to collapse and uh, be taken over. And there's not going to be anything left for those people who uh, are looking at losing their savings accounts. So what's going to happen? They're going to print more money. And then everyone else is going to pay for it with interest. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Let me repeat that. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. That's a complete lie. But he's a politician and his mouth is moving, so that's a given. Instead, the money will come from the fees that banks pay into the deposit insurance fund because of the actions. Which is not designed to cover what you're trying to cover, which is everything. You cannot do that. So I understand the Fed currently and the administration is trying to, well, if we bailout yes this is a bailout if we bail out these banks now perhaps all the other ones that are coming down in the domino effect of what is happening here won't happen but then again you're leaving everyone else out in the cold nothing else is going to get covered unless you want to screw up the economy even more the vat because of the actions that our regulators have already taken Every American should feel confident that their deposits will be there if and when they need them. The man we don't feel confident, dude, because uh, you're in charge. We don't feel confident. You you put Janet Yellen in charge. So uh, yeah, not not no. Management of these banks will be fired if the bank is taken over by FDIC. The people running the bank should not work there anymore. They'll get jobs somewhere else and do the same shit all over again. One of the head bankers for uh, SVB came from Lehman Brothers, who was there back in 2008. These are the same people doing the same problems, just with different jobs at different places, getting paid more money for already screwing up. Did I mention that they paid out bonuses yesterday? Investors in the banks will not be protected. They knowingly... Anybody who has a deposit over $250,000 is an investor in the bank. They put that money in there hoping for a larger return in interest. That's an investment. It's not insured. Nobody's covering for it if the bank goes under. But that's what you're doing. Those are investors and yet you're covering for them. Now, I know that he's probably thinking like, well, we're not going to anybody who owns stocks and bonds in these banks are, are going to be covered. Okay, that's kind of a given. 
except the Federal Reserve will probably buy those bad stocks because that's what they tend to do. QE's coming back, baby. We took a risk, and when the risk didn't pay off, investors lose their money. Again, that is the big... Even, oh man, even the companies, even the companies themselves who are running through this bank, I'm sorry, but you're not insured. You should have picked a better bank. That's how capitalism works. There are important questions of how these banks got into the circumstance in the first place. If you want to know how the banks got into these situations in the first place, you need to talk to your peeps over at the Federal Reserve and the Treasury because they suggested everything that SVB did back in 2020 to ride out the pandemic. This is the policy set down by the Biden administration. Yes, which included mortgage-backed securities and shitty, really low-interest-rate U.S. bonds. Mm-hmm. We must get the full accounting of what happened and why those responsible can be held accountable. They won't. In my administration, no one. In my no one is above the law. Except for Hunter. Hunter is above the law. He can illegally purchase a firearm. He can dispose of it in a dumpster. He can have sex with underage girls, hire prostitutes, smoke crack. Hunter, Hunter is above the law. So, uh... And he's also the smartest economist that this guy knows. He said that. So, yeah. Now, I want to take a, a flashback into a previous era where we thought this guy was probably the dumbest person on the planet. However, Joe Biden's making W look really smart. So let's see what W had to say on a very, very similar topic back in the day. This was it? Uh-oh, here's an ad. Oh, skip. Millions of Americans will celebrate Labor Day. This holiday marks the traditional end of the summer season. It is also an opportunity to reflect on the contributions of hardworking Americans all. Does anybody else miss the fact that they used to have speechwriters? Like he's actually sounding uh, well-read. Uh, coherent, uh, somebody that might be responsible. So, uh, yeah, this is, again, about a minute and a half. Let's see what Bush had to say when the economy started to, uh... Across our country, from teachers, farmers, and healthcare professionals, to firefighters, police officers, small business owners, and workers on the assembly line. The American workforce continues to be the marvel of the world, yet many work... Do you remember back when politicians actually used to try to connect with the public? That, that was a thing. It wasn't just our democracy and them. Remember that? Wow. Uh, and I thought the country was divided back then. Families have been weathering tough economic times. There are families across our country struggling to make ends meet. There's an understandable concern about the high price of gas and food. And many Americans are worried about the health of our housing and job markets. Does anything sound familiar here? At all? I'm having a weird sense of deja vu. I share these concerns about our economy, yet there have been some recent signs that our economy is beginning to improve. 
While the housing market is continuing to experience difficulty, the decline in home sales has leveled off recently, and sales are rising in some parts of the country. Hmm, sound familiar at all? I do have confidence in our economy. Yeah, this is before he finally admitted to the public that there was some serious stuff going down, which of course left time for rich people to pull their money out while leaving everyone else holding the bag. That was empty. Yeah. <clears throat> so, are we seeing that again? Yes. Yes, rich people's money is being covered by the FDIC, which it's not intended to do. People need to be fired for this. Now? Now. I'm sorry, you don't get to change these policies. That, that was set there for a reason. The moment you start using that money outside of that reason, you need to be gone. Orders for some durable goods, such as business equipment, are rising. And earlier this week, we received a report that America's economy grew in the second quarter at an annual rate of 3.3%, surprising analysts who were predicting an economic recession. Hmm. Does anybody else remember what was happening? Oh, yeah. Companies were investing in things that they would knew that they would need to ride out the long haul. So if we need a new tractor trailer if we need new forklifts if we should uh stock up on certain boxing supplies for shipping um nobody nobody got a raise back then why because companies were preparing for the long haul what are companies doing oh sorry there's no supplies to be had now because of uh a pandemic yeah this is totally different this time around, but things are very similar. These welcome signs indicate that the economic stimulus package that I signed earlier this year is having its intended effect. The growth package will return more than $150 billion back to American families and businesses this year. Do you remember that $300 check? Yeah, Biden's not going to be doing that this time. Oh no, that, that what we would call the COVID money is gone, and that was the printer going burr yeah um they're not gonna do that again and bush with his policy he did contribute to inflation at the time making things more expensive over over an extended period of time oh yeah and then of course we had obama come in and he was like i, I want to spend uh 800 billion dollars yeah uh, let's finish this up and then I can move on to uh, actual news stories to give you the latest updates. Many Americans who receive tax rebates are spending them. Businesses are taking advantage of tax incentives to purchase new equipment this year. Does anybody remember that $300 wasn't just free $300? It was an advance on your tax return for the next year, which some people got in the mail even though they were going to be paying taxes already, which means... They had to pay that $300 back. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. If you already had a tax bill of $1,200, you just owed $1,500 because they sent you a check. Fascinating. And there are signs that the stimulus package will continue to have a beneficial impact on the economy in the second half of the year. Uh, yep, that was, uh, that was. President George W. Bush talking about pretty much the same thing. 
the only difference he he could be understood and um i don't think he ever took questions at that point either that was a radio address that he had done do you remember when the president used to do radio addresses and didn't just hide taking a nap in the basement of the white house ah <sighs> the good old days so yeah we have <laughs> we've got we've got stories yeah um let's see here actually i think every story i have posted lately at the collapseexperiment.com is about this topic i am not surprised and uh peter schiff he seems to be uh on a roll here he i just listened to one of his recent podcasts and he was talking about he was on fox he was on ms msnbc he was on cnn he's all over the place because He's been talking about this for a long time. So, Chef Federal Reserve launches QE Extra Light to bail out banks. Now, when they keep saying this is not a bailout, they're politicians. That means this is a bailout. This is through ShiftGold.com. In the wake of two bank failures, the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury announced a bank bailout program that could be dubbed QE Extra Light. At least he's being honest about what the heck this crap is. Last week, Silicon Valley Bank shuttered by the federal authorities after the bank suffered significant losses selling bonds in order to raise capital. When that news hit, depositors rushed to pull funds from the bank, making it functionally insolvent. Then over the weekend, federal authorities shut down Signature Bank. Okay, so this is just a recap of what's been going on. But then he goes on to explain the Federal Reserve announced a loan program. We're going to loan money to a bank that we know cannot pay it back. So what happens? Well, if the bank goes under, does that mean they can't file bankruptcy? Does that mean that it's basically just a federal bank at that point? Like a socialist bank? I don't know. Uh, so this allows the other banks to easily access capital to assure banks have the ability to meet the needs of their depositors. It's funny. They're not concerned about the little guy depositors. Oh, no. They're concerned about the big depositors who tend to deposit large sums of money into uh, political campaign contributions. That's what I'm seeing here. Uh, the Bank Term Fund Program, uh, BTFP, will offer loans of up to one year in length to banks. One year. That sounds like some mafioso type shit right there. Savings associations and credit unions and other eligible depository institutions pledging U.S. Treasuries, agency debt, and mortgage-backed securities and other qualifying assets as collateral. Does anybody remember when uh, mortgage-backed securities wasn't exactly the best investment? I do. I guess these people don't. <clears throat> And other qualifying assets as collateral, banks will be able to borrow against their assets at par. It's almost like they're taking a Beanie Baby collection and saying like, yeah, we'll back this for what it was worth 20 years ago. <laughs> 
The U.S. Treasury will provide $25 billion in credit protection to the Fed from the Exchange Stabilization Fund. $25 billion. That you're, that's okay. $25 billion. That's, that's going to do it, right? As we learned from an article yesterday, they're looking at the possibility of this correctioning at $2 trillion. Yeah. Backdrop. Last week, SVB sold a large portion of its bonds portfolio at $1.7 billion loss. Yeah, that was the loss that they sold it for to cover other people's money. Is this a bailout? Let's skip to that question. The powers that be insist this is not a bailout, but it is absolutely a bailout. Let's see why he says this. The plan creates a mechanism for banks to acquire capital they couldn't otherwise access under normal market conditions. Meanwhile, uninsured depositors will get their money back. Uninsured depositors. These are people who knew their money was at risk by putting it all into this bank. The government can plausibly claim that it is not bailing out SVB or Signature Bank. Both institutions appear to be doomed. Yeah, so when these banks go under, after they get a loan from the federal government, who's going to cover that loss? And you, and you, and you, and you. That's what's happening here. But the government is bailing out uninsured depositors and is setting a stage to bail out other banks that would have suffered the same fate without the loan program. The FDIC is not designed to do this. What the hell is wrong with these Democrats? They keep doing this stupid shit. Oh, well, I know it's designed to do this, but we're going to do this other thing instead. No, no. That's not how this shit works. You can't just do what you want. Sometimes you have to be an adult. In effect, a loan program and deposit guarantees signal to other banks that they have nothing to worry about. It also claims the public, calms the public and lowers the likelihood of bank runs. Yeah, so other banks are going to continue to do stupid stuff. Meanwhile, people are going to leave their money in the banks just to lose it later. Uh, let's see what Peter Schiff had to say on Twitter. According to POTUS, the government bank bailout won't cost taxpayers any money. That is a lie. While it's true that no one's taxes will be raised to pay for it, the Fed will print lots of money to cover the cost. That's inflation and everyone will pay higher prices as a result. Yep. Taxation through inflation. That's going to be the big policy of the next couple of years. And then they're going to use that as an excuse for their digital currency. Yeah, you know, the one where it's like, you said bad thing. We don't agree with bad thing. You can't pay your rent this month. I can't transfer money to this person because I said bad thing. Yes, it doesn't affect that person. We don't care. We're punishing you. We want to make you homeless. You're going to own nothing and be happy. Yeah, big trouble in little banks. Bailout sparks buying panic in bonds, Bitcoin, and bullion. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Uh, I'm going to check. As of right now, I want to see where. Let's see here. Is it on here? 
see here, silver price. What is silver currently going for? Silver is up a buck fifty since the last time I checked it, which would have been last week. Yeah, so silver is up. There, yeah, there's a big spike right here that I'm looking at. So silver is up. It was uh, just over $20 last time I checked. It is now pushing towards $22. Uh, I find that to be fascinating. So let us check. Let's get back to um, this little number right here. Admittedly off the lows of the day, but all the multiple trading halts today. FRC, well, let's see here. Walmart, blah, 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 are the highest default risk. Okay, so that's not Walmart. WAL. Uh, obviously, they're using the um, the shortened letter for different stocks, highest default risk banks, and the Russell 3000 bank subsector, according to Bloomberg. Uh, but it's not just the small banks who are seeing default risk increase. All the global majors are seeing CDS spreads rise. And Credit, uh, Credit Suisse uh, has never closed higher. It's now more than double the risk at the peak of the financial crisis. So, yeah, it's talking about the um, yesterday. They shut down trading for any banks. You could not trade stocks in banks. Um, that was a new one. So, yeah, it, it goes into these numbers that showing a lot of charts here. And uh, I am not an economy guy. I tend to not deal with stocks and bonds because I just consider that the casino and I don't like gambling. Uh, for context, today was the biggest gain in the third. Um, let's see here, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea what the frick they're talking about with some of this stuff. Obviously, financials are the biggest losers. On the flip side, only defensive... Def only defensives are bid, healthcare and something else. So yeah, they're they're talking about um, I, why are they talking about bullion and stuff if they're not going to cover it? I don't understand this. But Biden said the banking system was safe. Uh, the global dollar liquidity is drying up fast. Okay, so yeah, that's down. Finally, systemic risk indicators are starting to flash red. Mm-hmm. Oil prices puked overnight down to $72. That's kind of weird. And gold spiked above 1900 Okay. So you got to go to the end of the damn article in order to find out the stuff that's actually in the title. Uh, just a hint there if you decide to look this stuff up yourself. Okay. SVB lessons. If you can't hold it, it's not really yours. This again is through, um, I believe this is also Peter Schiff. Schiffgold.com. <clears throat> the failure of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank reminds us of, of a very important truth. If you can't hold it in your hand, you don't really own it. And you should probably have some lead to back that up. Because remember, some people just like to come and take your stuff. That's why it's wise to hold at least some of your wealth and hard assets like gold, silver, uh, that are in your direct possession. 
or at least stored in a secure, allocated, segregated, and insured storage facility. No. I... My opinion, no. Like, it's secure with you, okay? I don't care if you have to bury it in your backyard and put, like, some GPS coordinate thing on your phone. It's It should be with you. The FDIC insures bank deposits up to $250,000. If you have more than that in a financial institution, you could lose everything above that limit if the bank fails. If you have more than $250,000, you know that. You know that. That's You run that risk. I don't care what kind of hand job that banker gave you, uh, what he offered you, if he took you on a trip to Epstein Island. Um, it is not safe to put all your money in that dude's bank, okay? You know this. You took that risk. Depositors at SVB and Signature Bank lucked out. No, they made some phone calls. That's what happened. Uh, the government has made provisions to cover uninsured deposits, but there's no guarantee that will happen when the next bank goes under because they're spending all the money now. And even if you don't have more than $250,000 in the bank, you could easily find yourself locked out of your account. That happened. Just last week, a computer glitch caused money in some Wells Fargo accounts to disappear. It disappeared. Yeah. There are also more nefarious reasons you could lose access to funds. The Nigerian Central Bank recently limited bank withdrawals in order to incentivize people to use its new central bank digital currency. I trust something Nigeria is doing. In 2017, India faced crash shortages when the government declared that 1,500 rupee notes would no longer be valid with just a four-hour notice. What? You're not backing up your own currency. That seems legit. And during this crisis, the Greek government shuttered banks and seized some bank accounts. There's a reason why their civilization failed. Most people assume that can't happen here in the U.S. Are you dumb? Go read about the 1920s and 30s and see how far your government will go to steal your money so that it can survive, not you. But as we saw over the last week, the U.S. banking system is vulnerable to collapse. <clears throat> the dirty little secret is U.S. banks don't hold your money in their vaults. I... I can't remember the last time I saw a bank that had a vault. I'm drawing a blank on that one. I don't remember that at all. I think I might have been a kid the last time I actually saw a safe deposit box. Remember those things? Financial institutions only have enough cash on hand to cover a fraction of their deposits. If too many people show up at the bank to demand their money at the same time, the bank will not have enough funds available to cover all of their withdrawals. This is why bank runs are so dangerous, they can cause a bank to go under. Also keep in mind, if you want to withdraw a certain amount over <clears throat> their daily limit, and yes, a lot of banks have daily limits now, you have to schedule to get that money because they have to order it from somewhere else. 
So, uh, yeah, you can't just go and withdraw your money. I had a credit union where it was like a $300 daily limit from the, uh, the ATM. Interesting. Not that I ever spent $300 at one time at that point in my life. Considering what I was making, yeah. Healthcare, it's a scam. When you put your money in the bank, you create counterparty risk. In a nutshell, it is the risk that a person or institution on the other side of the transaction might not fulfill its obligation. You know how you put your money in a savings account and they say you're going to get this much, much interest per quarter or per month? Yeah, that. The bank doesn't have the money to return your deposit. Even if you put all your money out of pull all your money out of the bank and stuff it under your mattress, you still have counterparty risk, as Mises Institute president Jeff Deist explained. Even if you manage to withdraw all of your money in physical cash from banks tomorrow and put it in your well-guarded safe at home, you're still a creditor to the Fed and Treasury. You will hold IOU paper with risk of loss. Yeah, that's what every one of those uh, little bills with a dead president on it is. It's just a dollar with interest on it that eventually has to be paid back. In fact, you've suffered significant losses in the value of your dollar over the past two years thanks to rampant price inflation. Gold and silver carry no counterparty risk. They are tangible assets that you can hold in your hand and can be bought and sold all over the world. Their value is recognized globally. While the price of gold or silver may fall, it will never fall to zero. Precious metals can default uh, on their payments. They cannot commit fraud and they can't go bankrupt. Uh, the value fluctuates, but for some reason, it always stays pretty high. It seems to go up f faster than the rate of inflation. So if you buy an ounce of gold today, 20 years from now, that ounce of gold is going to be worth more than if you took that money and put it in a savings account because it's the dollar is going to lose its value. The gold will go up in value over time. Your dollar will not. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, let's see here. There's two more articles I want to cover. This one is talking about how this event is now going across the pond. Bankruptcies soar across the EU as companies hit wall at fastest rate since records began in 2015. So, yeah, there's, there's something not going on not just locally here in the U.S., but globally as well. Authored by The Naked Capitalism. Well, Naked Capitalism. There's no the. Legions of European companies are succumbing to the final straw of Europe's largely self-inflicted energy crisis. Bankruptcy proceedings in the Canary Islands, Spain's heavily tourism-dependent uh, island chain, soared a whopping 276%. Year-over-year uh, year in 2022, according to the latest data published by the General Council of the Judiciary in its report. The effects of the economic crisis on judicial bodies. The archipelago also saw the highest rate of dismissal claims in Spain, with around 400 of every 100,000 inhabitants losing their jobs. 
But this trend is not unique to the Canary Islands, nor indeed Spain. It is happening across large swaths of Europe's economies as legions of businesses succumb to the final straw of Europe's largely self-inflicted energy crisis. It's also called Ukraine. In the EU, as a whole, the number of the bankruptcy declarations initiated by businesses increased substantially 26.8% quarter-on-quarter in the fourth quarter of 2022, reaching the highest levels on record since Eurostat began collecting EU-wide bankruptcy data in 2015. Again, what what was the event that happened in 2022? Oh yeah, a non-NATO member got invaded. And for some reason, everybody decided they needed to help. Uh, they needed to help the most corrupt government in, the, in, in Europe. Yeah, Eastern Europe. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you also had uh, the Americans shut down the Nord Stream Pipeline, as they said they would, repeatedly. And then deny that they did it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So the economy in the EU is going to crap as well with more people filing bankruptcies along with businesses. So that's happening and that's going to affect their banks as well. Silicon Valley bank crisis. The liquidity crunch we predicted has now begun. Now this is uh, Alt-Market-U.S., Again, so um, they're they're having some fun over there discussing uh, what is happening currently. Uh, there has been an avalanche of information and numerous theories circulating in the past few days about the fate of a bank in California known as SVB. Uh, one of the other, I believe it was Signature, was a um, not Bitcoin but um, digital currency trading bank. So there's a lot of theories now that perhaps this was to get at signature and to devalue digital currencies such as Bitcoin. Um, that theory has been floating around. I don't know if there's any um, actual evidence to show that or not because obviously the Federal Reserve has an issue with alternative forms of currency. So... Um, yeah, that, that's uh, something that could be looked into, but I, I'm kind of highly doubting it. After uh, the, what was the other one that was stealing everybody's money? X something, XV, X, X, uh, the curly haired dude that looked like Bernie Madoff, that guy. So anyways, yeah, he, uh, same thing over there, except he was literally just stealing the money and handing it over to the Democratic Party. I wonder why they never looked at this guy for fraud until he went insolvent. Oh, I can't think of any reasons. Uh, what's this? Let's see here. SVB was the 16th largest bank in the U.S. until it abruptly failed and went into insolvency on March 10th. The impetus of the collapse of the bank is tied to a $2 billion liquidity loss in bond sales, which caused the institution's stock value to plummet over 60%, triggering a bank run by customers fearful of losing some of their, some or most of their deposits. 
There are many fine articles out there covering the details of the SVB situation, but what I want to talk about is the root of it all. The bank shortfalls are not really the cause of the crisis. They are a symptom of a wider liquidity drought. So let's see uh, what this guy has to say. That I predicted here at Alt Market months ago, including the timing of the event. Let's see here. Brandon Smith again. Well, Brandon, let's see what you have to say. Because you might be the smartest person in the room that nobody is listening to. First, though, let's discuss the core issue, which is fiscal tightening and the Federal Reserve. And he refers to a previous article. I noted that the Fed was on a clear path towards tightening into economic weakness by similar, uh, very similar to what they did in the early 1980s during the stagflation era, and also somewhat similar to what they did on the onset of the Great Depression. Former Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke, yeah, great beard, not so great at economics, even openly admitted that the Fed caused the Depression to spiral out of control due to their tightening policies. Mm -hmm. In that same article, I discussed the yield curve being a red flag for an incoming crisis. The central bank is the largest investor in U.S. bonds. If the Fed raises interest rates into weakness and tapers assets purchases, then we may see a repeat of 2018. When the yield curve started to flatten, That this means that short-term treasury bonds will end up with the same yield as long-term bonds and investment in long-term bonds will fail. So, yeah. Um... That's what's happening with SVB because these these people bought 10-year bonds. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess there's only like a half percent difference between them buying short-term bonds and long-term bonds, but they wanted that half percent really bad for some reason, which is incredibly stupid because all you had to do is wait a year and find out if interest rates are going to go up or down. And then you can correct it and sell the short-term bonds. But what do I know? I worked as a janitor. So yeah, signaling potential liquidity crunch, both Jerome Powell and Janet Yellen have indicated the tightening policies will continue and that reducing inflation to 2% is the goal. And yet they're putting themselves in a situation where they're going to have to print more money to correct certain things like SVB, a lot of SVBs, which is going to raise inflation and therefore they're going to have to raise the... Oh, dear God. Given the many trillions of dollars that the Fed has pumped into the financial system in the past decade, as well as the overall weakness of general economy... It would not take much QT to crush credit markets and, by extension, stock markets. As I also noted in 2021, we are now at that stage again where price inflation tied to money printing is clashing with the stock market's complete reliance on stimulus to stay afloat. There are also some that continue to claim the Fed will never sacrifice the markets by tapering. I say the Fed does not actually care. Well then, it is only waiting for the right time to pull the plug on the U.S. economy because they will still make money as everything goes to crap. That is the, the truth right there. 
So yeah, it's a longer article. He's basically saying a lot of the things that I already knew to be true to begin with, um, probably because I do read his uh, website anyways. And um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's just happen it's happening all over again and why is it every time we have somebody in office who is completely illiterate and competent when it comes to business i mean our our president was born with this freaking silver spoon in his mouth um uh, he he lied cheated and stealed to get everywhere that he's ever been and we're supposed to trust this guy to know how to get out of a bad situation when he could always buy his way out so yeah, this is not going to end well. And, um, you know, that's, and to be honest, that's the story of the, the last couple presidents that we had. We had the, uh, the black guy who was a celebrity. He wasn't really a president. He was more of a celebrity. Let's be honest here. We've got the orange man who, silver spoon in his mouth, uh, TV personality, Again, a celebrity, but he actually ran businesses. I don't know. Uh, I used to think that wasn't uh, relevant for running the country, but you know, when you're dealing with economies and you're running them continuously, running them into the ground, perhaps we need to have somebody in office who understands a little bit of this and didn't didn't graduate towards the bottom of their class. Like certain people who poop their pants in front of the Pope. I'm not going to say who. I think you can figure it out. So yeah, uh, that is where we are at today. They halted, I don't know if they halted banking today with um, uh, with Wall Street. Um, I don't know if they, they uh, stopped the trading of bank stocks or not. They did that yesterday. Perhaps they're doing it again today. I would not be surprised. So um, that's where we're at. We're just going to have to wait and see what other banks end up insolvent. And if this is just a cascading domino effect of uh, bad policies, which were suggested by bad people, when... <laughs> When somebody released the virus, I'm just going to leave it at that. So anyways, yeah, hopefully you don't have your money in any of these banks. I'm not going to tell you to go take your money out, but I think you should be diversifying. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Keep on typing.